You're listening to the Fayetteville 411 podcast produced by the City of Fayetteville, where you'll get information about city government and the programs and services we provide. You'll get topics of interest and an inside look into the various departments that help keep our city moving. I'm Sherry Kropp. And I'm Gab Mac Roberts, and we're your host for this podcast. I'm really excited. We have some special guests today. They're with the Fable Marksman. One of my favorite sports is hockey. And to have the Fable Marksman come in and talk a little bit about hockey, I'm really excited about. So uh, we're joined today by Alex Wall. And what's your official title with the Marksman? Uh, Executive Vice President. All right. And on the phone, the first time I think we've done this for Fable 4 Woman, we have co- uh, somebody calling in to our podcast. we got Coach Corey Melkert. How are you doing, Coach? I'm good. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. I'm really excited about this show. So first thing, I want to talk a little bit. Now, you guys have been in Fable for about, this is technically the fourth, fifth year for you guys? Yeah, this will be our fourth year here in town. Um, and unfortunately, with the cancellation of last season, this will be our third season upcoming. Oh, man. And I mean, the first couple seasons, I remember you guys were doing really good, especially that sex, second season with uh, Coach Jesse. Um, you guys had a really strong season. Tell me a little bit about um, the success of your first couple seasons. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we had a, a little bit of a rough start uh, in the first season, kind of figuring things out as we went and then uh, really turned things around, bringing, bringing Jesse on in the second season, uh, brought the team to the playoffs for the first time and a lot of, uh, you know, a, an exciting team to watch. Um, and then going into the last season we played in the 1920 season, you know, the pandemic shortened season, uh, you know, tied for first place at, at the shutdown, you know, the best season in Fayetteville, almost in Fayetteville history, uh, you know, a lot of exciting games and uh, uh, there was a lot left uh a lot left to be achieved in that season. But uh, yeah, a lot of success. Our, our fans uh, attendance has grown year after year, all three seasons. So we were really excited in a good place and, uh, you know, unfortunately, with the pandemic, we got we got shut down. But we're excited uh, for for what's to come. I remember some of the games I've been to. It's it seemed like to be really a lot of fans up in the stands. How's the attendance looking like for you guys? Absolutely, yeah. Like I said, uh, you know, from the season we took over uh, the Marksman in, in 2017, uh, our season our attendance has grown pretty much 20 to 25 percent year after year. Um, and last season, the last season we played, we were really poised to do a lot of good and. Um, so, you know, credit to the to the city and and you know, the fans for coming out. We've we've been excited and uh, I think, you know, as of last as of last week, we've pretty much passed last season's numbers and season tickets. So, fans are excited about coming out to the games. We're getting calls, you know, every day about uh, when we're coming back and you know, people are trying to come see hockey on the ice. Now, uh, I I've been to a few games. Um don't know much about hockey. Sure. So, for people like me um who don't really know that much about hockey, what can they expect whenever they go to a marksman game? Absolutely. Yeah, it, it's funny. It's funny you mentioned that. I think a lot of our fans uh you know, it's their first time and their first real um, you know, path into hockey. So a lot of what we do is, uh, as an education, uh, as a community. So really about teaching the rules of hockey. Um, we work with a lot of schools and a lot of youth groups to get, uh, students and families out to games for their first time. Uh, but coming to games, you can expect a very, uh, family fun, um, up tempo, uh, lots of dancing and singing. Uh, the players on the ice are incredible, very fast paced game. Um, you know, the occasional, uh, the occasional fight here and there. Um, but really a fun family night out um, for, you know, families from all over Fayetteville to come out and enjoy, a, like I said, a fun and up-tempo, exciting game. 
uh, and night out for the family. Well, for the the few games that I did attend, that is one thing uh, that I saw. It's like families from young kids all the way up to you know grandma and grandpa going. You know, it's it's a family event, um, and I do remember it being pretty exciting, especially when the fights broke out. Everybody gets excited about that. Um, now, the past year was tough, I know, because of COVID. Um, what are you doing to maintain the fan interest during yeah, this time? Sure. So, of course, yeah, the, the pandemic uh, has obviously hurt a lot of people, and, and we're no stranger to that, uh, being shut down from a you know really successful season. Um, and then our league is actually currently playing right now. Uh, we're a 10-team league. Five of the teams are, are playing and uh, being pretty successful right now. Um, so for the five teams that aren't playing Fayetteville included, it was really important for us to, uh, as you said, Sherry, keep the fans engaged throughout the entire process. And what we wanted to do was make sure that we maintained that um, the marksmen were going to be here for the long haul. And, um, you know, we try to be as engaged in the community as possible, um, get out and do, you know, whatever events we're able to. Um, but we've done some, you know, fun and engaging things on social media, too. Um, we hosted our virtual opening night. Um, which would have been our, our opening night this past season was actually scheduled for New Year's Eve, uh, would have been kind of a, a cool way to kick off the season. Yeah. Uh, so we wanted to bring the excitement to the fans virtually. Uh, so we had a lot of uh, exciting uh, content and videos that we put out, messages from Coach Melkert, from some of our former players, uh, and really gave fans the experience of attending the opener. Um, we had fans submit videos to us of dance cams and uh, you know pictures of their pets, really things you'd expect to see at a marksman game, and uh, and made that happen kind of across uh, a New Year's Eve this past season. Um, we've done some some virtual sales, some fun things with our coaches and players uh, that have been in town. Uh, Sean, our, our broadcaster and director of uh, communication, as well as uh, showcased himself in a lot of those. And um, like I said, just a couple ways to keep fans engaged and. While some of the players obviously aren't here in Fayetteville this year, uh, we've actually loaned some of them out to some of the other teams in the league. So we're able to kind of walk fans through their journey, keep up to, um, you know, I think Max Cook, our captain uh, from last season, uh, has been playing with uh, the Macon Mayhem and uh, has a couple game-winning goals in the past, uh, past couple weeks. So it's been exciting for us to keep up with him and for our fans to stay engaged as well. Now, Coach, I'm really looking forward to uh, seeing you take the helm uh, come October. And I imagine... Um, now, before, a little background, you, you actually played with the Marksman, and you were an assistant coach, correct? Tell me a little bit about your background with the Marksman. Yeah, I actually played for Fayetteville in the 18-19 season under Jesse, um, and I was fortunate enough to be able to, to get the assistant coach position um, the following year with Jesse, and, you know, you guys kind of touched on it. I was I was very fortunate to, to learn from a, a great mentor, and, you know, I'm, I'm obviously very excited to kind of take over and start my own path. Now, uh, I imagine it must be kind of um, challenging, especially during a time like COVID, because it's really hard for the players to get in um, to keep their skills up. What are you doing with the players, um, uh, or what are you telling a lot of people to do right now uh, to get ready for the season come October? Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely an unprecedented year. You know, like Alex said, you know, we, we have quite a few players. I think at the beginning of the year there was 13 that I had signed to play in Fayetteville this year that – ended up on another team uh, within those five teams that are playing, um, you know, so they're, they're kind of doing their thing on other teams. And, you know, for me personally, I'm just, I'm just watching and, you know, if they need to talk, I'm there to talk to them, but it's just such an unprecedented time. There's, there's not a, not a bunch I can do in terms of that, but just, you know, for me, just trying to get ready for next year. 
And, and speaking of getting ready, I imagine you kind of have some ideas of, on the type of team that you're looking to build. Uh, what are you looking for uh, when you are signing players and what type of t- team are you looking to build? Yeah, you know, when the when the signing period kind of starts, you know, in Fayetteville, they've, they've done such a good job of kind of turning around the culture. And, you know, that's one thing I do look for. I look for high culture guys and, you know, guys that want to come in and be a marksman and, you know, carry on that, that brand that we have kind of, you know, created. So, um, you know, I look for, for high culture guys. And then after that, obviously skilled guys and, you know, the way we play, we kind of play downhill and fast and, you know, want to be offensive. So uh, those are, you know, the kind of type of guys I'm looking for. Excellent. And, and you know, um, I'm really looking forward to October when you guys are taking the ice again. I'm hoping um, by then the vaccines will be out and we'll be able to start uh, doing these type of events again. What can fans expect um, come October? Is there going to be any changes that we see on the uh, horizon with the SPHL or what the marksmen are doing? Yeah, no, I think, you know, for, uh, for our, our league and our team ahead. specifically. Um, I'm sorry, Corey. Uh, we, uh, you know, there's not a whole lot of changes to the game, I think, you know, if anything, some of this downtime, you know, with our with our season being canceled has really allowed us as a staff to dive into a lot of the programs, theme nights, things that we've offered the fans, you know, every season uh, and really fine tune and hone in on the things that have worked and the things that bring the most benefit to different organizations. So uh, we found and created a lot of new programs to work with businesses, nonprofits, uh, youth groups and schools. Uh, and it, you know, really revolves around how do we get, you know, how do we get people to their first game and how do we benefit them, whether it be fundraising programs, awareness nights, uh, you know, a Marvel superhero, Disney, Nickelodeon type type night or a, or a Star Wars, you know, things that fans have come to love. How do we make those bigger and better? And, you know, uh, as Coach Melkert, uh, uh, you know, attested to, I, I think the team's going to be a lot of fun to watch on the ice um, and we've got to make sure that it's just as fun off the ice. Uh, now, Alex, is there a way for fans to watch a game if they can't actually make it to the game? Yeah, yeah, there is. Uh, so we have we have a new streaming deal as of uh, as of this current season um, with a company uh, called Hockey TV uh, or SPHL TV specifically. So fans can always follow the marksman when they're on the road. Uh, obviously, when the team is home, we we encourage people to come out and come see the game. Um, you know, as you guys have have seen in being to games, I think it's. A completely different concept and experience when you're able to actually get to a game versus when you when you can see it on TV or, or online. Um, but absolutely wanted to give people and, and fans the opportunity to follow the team when they're on the road. So, uh, yeah, we do have we do have multiple ways that the fans can tune in, stream the game, uh, or just listen to our our play by play broadcaster Sean <laughs> Bednard on uh, uh, you know on the on online or um, you know on different streaming softwares as well. Excellent. And, and one last question. Um, you know, I know you guys work very closely. Um, I think I remember seeing some of the mascots for the checkers come out to some of the games, as well as the Carolina Hurricanes. Tell me a little bit about what you guys are doing with the the other hockey teams in North Carolina to help grow the love of the sport. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, sports in general and through my career, it's always been almost a copycat league. And teams are, teams are taking ideas and replicating them for their fan bases because at the end of the day, you know, we're not competing with the Raleigh fan base and we're not competing with the Charlotte fan base. And if we can learn from some of those programs, take some of the things that they do really well, uh, you know, maybe share some ideas that we've had of things outside the box that they can take. Um, you know, we've got great relationships with with both of those teams. And at the end of the day, it's all about growing the game in a in a state that's, you know, more southern like like North Carolina. Uh, hockey may not come naturally to a lot of people. And at the end of the day, it's all about growing the game. So whatever we can do to help play our part in that and work with the other teams locally. 
um, you know, we're excited to do and willing to do. Uh, you know, we've done, I think last season was our first season doing a, a Carolina Hurricanes night. Um, so we look forward to hopefully doing that again and, and hopefully, you know, reengaging with those teams real soon. All right. Before we wrap up the show, I want to do something a little bit different now. Uh, Sherry, if you're interested, I want to see, because I know you're new to the sport. You don't know as much about it. And there's some very uh, colloquial terms uh, specific to Taki that many fans who, if you're not into the sport, you may not know. So I was wondering if I give you some terms in hockey and if you guess correctly on, I don't know, 75% of them, I will take you and your husband to a hockey game on my treat. Would you be interested? Sure. All right, well, why don't we start with this? Tell you what, Coach, and you can help me define some of these. We'll start with some of the rules. Offside. What does offside mean? Um, that is when someone from the other team comes on your side. I don't know. You're close. You're close. Coach, you want to help her with that? Yeah, so essentially the, the puck has to cross the opposing team's blue line before the puck carrier or that's in lamest terms, and if it doesn't, it's offside, and there's a whistle in the face-off. All right, next term. Now, this might be a little bit more challenging. Icing. And I'll give you a clue. It's not referring to what goes into your drink. <laughs> Icing. Um, boy, these are tough for somebody who knows nothing about hockey. <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. All right, Coach, you want to help her with that? Yep. Uh, so icing is when you have the puck on your half of the red line and shoot it down to the opposing team's um, zone and you didn't cross the red line. And then obviously, again, there's a whistle and the puck goes, then the faceoff goes all the way back to your own zone. So not something you want to do. No icing. Yeah, <laughs> so usually, icing is bad. Yeah, usually somebody tries to clear the puck I out of their bad. defensive zone and oh, they just okay. knock it down. Okay. <laughs> all right, so we'll come to the next question. Checking. What is checking? Well, that has something to do with the players and the sticks. You're getting really warm. That's really close, right? <laughs> You're players getting very sticks. close. It's, it's when a person, one player, knocks into the other player physically and hits them really hard. Now, there's different types of checking, but yeah. So I'll give you credit for that one. All right, we'll tie into this next one, dropping the gloves. Um, is that when it's going down? I mean, they're taking off their gloves and they're fight, fight that's the next right. other I'll team, give you that. right? Okay. Yeah, they're getting ready to have a go. Yeah, she's right. Yeah, okay. She's right on that one. Definitely. Oh, man, you've gotten three out of four. One last one, and then we're done. One-timer. One-timer. That's a hard one. I'll give you a clue. The player scored on a one-timer. One second left in the game. No, no. <laughs> that's when one player. Uh, that's that's a hard one. Yeah, that's that a is a hard one. one. <laughs> what one player passes it, and the second player hits it without stopping the puck. It's just a like a really hard hit. It's a very fast hit. It's a uh, hard for a goalie to block. So I think that's going to wrap it up. And I really want to appreciate uh, and say thank you to both Sean and Coach Corey for coming on and sharing a little bit about the marksman. And just to let you know, if you ever need an emergency goalie, I always got my phone on standby. I love playing the sports. I'm always there for you guys. If I can't be there watching, I'll always be there. But uh, I want to thank you for coming on. Thanks again, Coach. Thank now, you. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. That wraps it up for this episode of the Fayetteville 411. The Fayetteville 411 is one of several podcasts that the city produces for our podcast channel, Radio Fayetteville. We provide timely and informative updates every week on a variety of topics related to the city of Fayetteville. Be sure to subscribe to Radio Fayetteville on Apple iTunes, the iTunes podcast app, as well as the Google Play music podcast portal. 
You can also listen to every podcast that Radio Fable has to offer by downloading the Fade TV streaming app available now on Roku, Apple TV, Android TV, and Amazon Fire TV. You can view all of our video content by visiting FadeTV.net. To get more information about City Surfaces, go to our webpage at FableNC.gov. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>